his um, his hair hung down over his shoulders almost like a mane. Like he had like long hair coming off his head. Um, I think that it knew that it was scaring us. When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And just darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. I knew what I heard was God. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey guys, before I start today's show, I want to give a quick shout-out to our new patrons on patreon.com slash thebumppodcast. Um, It's growing. It's slow, but it's growing. We have uh, two new uh, subscribers, Doug and Mario. They happen to be my best friends, but they're there for me. So follow suit. Doug and Mario, thank you very much for your uh, subscriptions, and I hope you enjoy the content. Hey, guys. Today I'm bringing Carlos onto the show. Uh, This is not the first time we've tried to do this. I don't know if it's uh, just a lot of coincidental tech issues or if there's something more going on. This is uh, the third or fourth time that I've talked to someone about the paranormal and things just seem to, you know, go on like calls drop or something simple like that. But last time me and Carlos talked, uh, my speakers wouldn't work, which I have had trouble with that before. Um, But then my phone app wouldn't work. Uh, when it did work, it only recorded a few minutes of our conversation. My ink pen ran out of ink while I was trying to write his number down. It was just one thing after another. It was just really weird. So he agreed to try again, and we're going to see how it goes. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you know, I and with the phone app, I had an interview actually while I was supposed to be working this morning, I had somebody call me and we did an interview and there was, there were no troubles whatsoever. Um, it recorded every minute of it. So that just made it that much more weird. Yeah, that is, man. Who knows <laughs> the things that we, that we don't know yet, I guess. You know? That's it. That's it. All right, man. Well, uh, if you want to introduce yourself and we'll try this again, um, I know it'll feel like a lot like rehashing everything, you know, between you and I, but nobody's got to hear this yet. So let's, uh, let's do it again. And I will ask some new questions if I can come up with anything and, uh, I'll, I'll hit the old ones again too. Yeah. Like yeah, do whatever you want to do, man. Like, you know, like you said, no one has to see the other one. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, uh, go ahead and go for it, man. All right. Well, my name is Carlos Rodriguez. I'm uh, from Detroit, Michigan. Um, 
raised in Downriver, Michigan, which is not too far from Detroit. Um, it's like a working class community, you know, pretty much like uh, everybody knows everybody's business type thing, you know, six degrees of separation. Um, I have, I have four children. Um, you know, I'm currently enrolled in college, you know, just, just trying, try, trying to, you know, better myself every day. So um, the incident that we're talking about here took place, I'd say it's going on two months ago. So it's fairly, you know, fairly new, fairly fresh. Um, I have a good relationship with my kid's mother. So, you know, we co-parent very well. You know, I stay the night there from time to time. You know, the kids ask me to stay, you know, and um, I usually sleep with my son. You know, he's, he's a little fella. So, you know, he's kind of still afraid of the dark, wants, wants to sleep with one of his parents. So, you know, when I'm there, you know, I'll, I'll go in his room with them. And this night, I just wasn't feeling it. Like my back was hurting. It's like a, you know, it's like a kid's bunk bed. So, you know, I do have back problems, nothing too major, but, you know, I like to sleep in my bed. So when I'm not in my bed, my back reminds me of that. And um, so anyway, it's about, say about two in the morning. Um, I get up, go to the front room to sleep on the couch, which her couch is very comfortable. So I'd, you know, rather sleep there. Um, they like to have a box fan on at night and it just helps the kids sleep, you know, even with all the doors closed, it's just one of those houses that, you know, everything is loud. Like it, it's, I think it's because of the wood floors or, you know, a lot of houses in this area, they're, they're all built the same. So, you know, my grandma lives in the same neighborhood, my mom, all the houses are the same wood floors, you know. Um, so anyway, I'm laying on the couch and everything's off at this point except for that fan that box fan so when i heard the first you know knock i didn't know it was a knock yet i just knew it was like a you know kind of loud sound kind of aggressive and the couch is on the same wall facing the neighbor's driveway so i thought maybe you know he was up or getting in his car i didn't know all i knew was it was late and that noise is just kind of out of line. Like you shouldn't, it's too late for all that, you know, loud stuff going on. So got up, <clears throat> this time I turned the fan off. So at this point, it's quiet as a church mouse. I mean, quiet, 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 quiet. You could hear, you know, you know pin drop, man. It's just almost like eerily quiet. So lay back on the couch. This time I heard it clear as day. It was an aggressive knock with like a rhythm, like when somebody knocks on your door. So it sounded like, like that. And it kind of startled me. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm on the couch. I'm like, well, what are the kids doing? Up? You know, your mind starts trying to rationalize, you know, tries to, you know, a rational explanation of what, what you just heard what I just heard and it almost in my head I'm like because I you know my youngest is four he's sleeping with his mom in her room I'm thinking did he jump off the bed and is he like jumping up and down you know but then I I know my kids and I know that's just completely out of character first of all 
they're really heavy sleepers. Second of all, if he did wake up, it's going to be to use the bathroom or he wants something to drink or, you know, it's not to get up and just start jumping in circles around in the room. So I, at that point, that second knock, I knew something wasn't right. And it felt really, I had that, that like feeling of dread in my stomach, like, oh crap, like, you know, I, I, I almost want to say like, at that point, I knew it was going to be something that couldn't easily be explained, you know, this, and, you know, stuff doesn't happen to me all the time, you know, like, so I go to my, I go to her, I consider her my son, too. he was like my stepson, you know, I pretty, I pretty much, you know, I, I had, I had a hand in raising him since he was about five years old, it's her son from another relationship. He's, he's 15 now, he's a big kid, he's a really big kid, so, uh, Anyway, I went to his room, you know, I wanted to see if he heard it. And he was kind of half asleep, half up, you know, I think his phone was on, his earbuds were in. Anyway, I, you know, shook him and like, you know, hey. And he took his earbuds out and I told him what just happened. You know, I explained everything to him. I explained how it sounded. And he was just like, no, I didn't hear it. And I'll be damned, like right right behind us, his doorway going into the hallway, as if to say, you know, oh, you didn't hear it? Well, listen to this, right on the floor, in front of the hallway, like right as you exit his room, right there, right in front of us, loud, aggressive. Hmm. And like, yeah, his, his face, you know, his whole demeanor changed at that point. I mean, he was just getting up, you know, he's kind of doing that kind of squinty eye thing, but once that happened, he, he just like <laughs> looked there and then looked at me and I just said, well, there you are, man. You know, I just like threw my hands in the air, like, there it is. And um, he's just following my lead at that point. Like, you know, I know it's pure instinct, but, you know, I just kind of panicked or whatever, but I grabbed, you know, an aluminum bat. I think I handed it to him and, you know, I think I had a kitchen knife in my hand, you know, we, we passed the kitchen to go downstairs to hopefully find some kind of explanation for this. Right. But I, I knew looking at his face, his mind shot to something's not right here too, you know? Yep. Um, I took my cell phone, hit record hit the, on, on the video. So it was recording video and I placed it in the kitchen which is next to the stairway going downstairs. And the camera's facing up. So it's like, you know, facing, you, you could see the cabinet, one of the cabinet doors, and I think maybe a little bit of the ceiling or something, but. So at this point, it's just recording all the audio. You can hear us walking down the stairs, you know, creaking loud or whatever. And then I don't know about 10 seconds, you know, being downstairs, we're looking up at the floor hoping there's like a pipe or, you know, uh, a heating duct from the furnace or something. And I'll be damn right above our heads where there was nothing there. There was no pipe. There was just, you could just see the slat boards. I did it again. And yeah, at, the, at this point, like I, I can honestly, I, I was terrified. You know, I, I was trying to keep my composure so as you know to where he wouldn't be terrified but at that point it's just 
I think we both were, you know. And um, we go upstairs and I grab the camera, I grab the phone and we're like pacing at this point. You know, you can see it in the actual video. We're just pacing back and forth and, you know, up and down in the hallway. And I don't know what we're saying to each other. We're just like both, you know, pretty much just terrified. And, you know, next thing you hear is his mom kind of wailing, screaming, shrieking, coming from her, her room, like, oh. And I knew when I heard that, when I heard her scream like that, I knew it had something to do with that knock. I, I already knew it before I even went to, the, to her room. And I shot back to her room and opened the door. And she's like halfway off the bed, like kind of catching her breath, putting her hand out, kind of as to say, just give me a minute, you know? And, I, and I'm like kind of whispering. I'm like, you're not going to believe what just happened, you know? And she's like, oh my God, I had a horrible nightmare that something was grabbing me something grabbed my neck and uh yeah when i when she said that it just became even more unreal like it, it was yeah it was it was terrifying and then obviously these knocks had something to do with that i mean yeah it was horrible and and you know as she's as she's you know getting her composure waking up and, you know it's like i guess it's probably three in the morning at this point um, I'm trying to, you know, I, I told her what happened. She's wondering why we're in the hallway with, you know, kitchen knife and a bat. She's probably wondering what the hell's going on. Um, she has a cigarette, you know, she, she wakes up a little bit and I start telling her and, and it's freaking her out and it's crazy. And, but I don't think she truly grasped it because even showing her the video, you, you can hear it in the video. You can hear it clear as day the knock but you can't really feel how loud it was or you know how you know it just it just was loud and that's that's the thing I you know I take from this this whole experience was you know it was a knock it was like the rhythm of a knock of like a human being when they knock on a door or a wall or something but it was like the aggressiveness in it like the echo on the floor you could you could you could hear the heating ducts you know shaking banging when when the knock happened it was just loud it was just yeah, yeah. whatever it was you know i don't think it was too happy or was looking you know for attention or something but anyway when we're probably about an hour later you know where we're like trying to get everybody settled back down um my middle son never woke up during this whole thing he was in the room by himself top bunk you know slept thank god too because he is easily scared you know um she's laying back down in her bed i'm just kind of sitting at the foot of the bed making sure everyone's you know i'm just 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 trying to relax everybody and i'll be damned this time it banged on her bedroom wall right in front of everybody and you know she was like, I heard it, I heard it. Oh my God, I heard it. You know, she's being loud. I heard it this time. And um, I wish I just whispered to her, you know, and and the boys, I was like, just ignore it, you know. I go, just ignore it, just ignore it, because it's gonna keep doing it. You know, it's gonna trying to get us all excited, just ignore it. I couldn't even believe I was saying that. You know, I'm like right. referring to 
something that can't be seen, you know? And um, I don't know, my question, my whole question, you know, about that night was like, why? You know, why that night? What made that night different than others? I've never had any kind of experience like that in her house, in that house. I mean, there was a few times where I kind of thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye, like down the hallway. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe like almost like a child or something. And then you look and yep. like, well, both the boys are in the front room. But that that you know, I, I guess that kind of stuff you can always blow it off as you know, whatever you want to blow it off as you know. Right. But when you yeah. have two things happening back to back like that, you can't. There's there's no way to blow it off. You can't say. You know, if it was just a knock, you could be like, well, there's a knock and that's crazy, but hey, let's all go to sleep. Or if it was her nightmare without the knock, you know? Yeah, right. a crazy nightmare. You'd be like, oh, it was a nightmare. That's, you know, just go back to sleep. But no. Yeah, it was the knock. We'll call it the knock, man. It was the <laughs> knock that, you know, the knock. I mean, I always was a believer, but I never had something so aggressive. You know, happen you know, and, like that. And where it wasn't only isolated to one spot in the floor, you know, it happened in another part of the floor and it happened in the wall. You can't just brush that off as, oh, well, you know, the heater kicked on too hard and it bumped something. And, you know, I watched, thank, thankfully, uh, you sent me the video. I got to watch this right. and I, I understand we can't share it, but you can hear that knock and like you pointed out to me, you can hear something that sounds like it almost slides or grates across something before that knock starts. It, it's really before weird. <laughs> yeah. And, and man, watching the it's video, almost like whatever was knocking passed by the hallway or yes. the, the phone or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like watching the video was like watching paranormal activity. You know, it's like, it, I got so tense watching that. Cause like, I, I guess we were first person, you know, you were holding that and I could, I, I heard the knock and I could see how tense you were, how, how tense your son was. And I saw the ball bat in your hands and you're walking back and forth. And then I hear her scream in the video and it, it's just like you told it. And it was just yeah, such it's, a, it's, it's intense to watch over the, over the video. I couldn't imagine yeah. being in that spot. You know, it's that, surreal, man. It's it's yeah, man. It's, it's surreal. It's the most surreal, you know, paranormal experience I've ever had. Yeah, for real. You know, like just yeah. Well, I think last time we talked, we uh we went over a few other things too. Um you had a you were referred to me by by one of your buddies. And he said that you had a lot of, a lot of history that I had to get a hold of you. That there are things that have happened throughout your life, um, and he said that you know you had some good stories. So I had asked you that before too. Is there anything, anything that had led up to this, or anything that happened earlier in your life that might have helped um, make you more open to receive these kind of visitations or whatever they are? Yeah, like, you know, like I was telling you before, you know, in, in my family, there's just a, it's, uh, 
you know, we, we're Mexican Americans, you know, it's part of our culture, you know, like day of the dead. And, you know, that all has to do with, you know, believing that that spirits visit at a certain point, you know, and right. it's kind of like a celebration of life type thing, you know, leaving their favorite drink or their favorite food or something out for them, you know, so that it was always instilled in me early on that there's something else besides what we see every day what's in front of us you know and it just just you know growing up I yeah I just you know I, I guess I almost always been interested in it but you know I was all, also my mom would tell me that you don't want to dig too deep into any of this because you're going to be inviting things that you might not necessarily want in your house or in your life you know and Ouija boards are always you know it was a big no-no if, if you're at a friend's house. Yep. You do not touch that Ouija. Matter of fact, you get on the phone and you call me. <laughs> I'll pick you up if it's a sleepover or something, you know. Right. Thank God no one ever, you know, tried to pull out a Ouija board. But yeah, um, that's... yeah like in, in, in my mom, she, I'm not sure what, what, the, what the term would be, but she used to like, you know, see people dying in her dreams and they would literally the next day would die you know i'll never forget when i was a child there was a big plane crash in detroit it was flight 255 i believe and it, and it was famous because there was a um a toddler who was the only survivor of the you know probably 200 people on board i don't wow. know if you heard of this one or not wow. um so the plane i believe took off from detroit and literally, like as it was taking off, maybe, or as it was landing, it um, its wing clipped a building and it crashed on the freeway by us. It's literally right by our house here, you know, like within maybe you know two, three miles or something like that. But I remember picking her up from the airport with my stepdad probably five hours before this happened. And we drove by the spot where the plane crashed, would crash in, in a few hours. She started yeah. crying. And, it, you know, and it stuck with me because as a kid, she didn't want to ever like cry in front of us or, you know, she always wanted to just, you know, keep us, keep things stable. You know what I mean? I mean, it's nothing wrong with crying, yeah. but she yeah, didn't yeah. want to upset us or anything, you know? Right. But yeah. And, and we asked her what was wrong. And she said, uh, something bad's about to happen. I feel death. And I'll be damned. When they, you know, breaking news, it was like the 11 o'clock news or something. I remember I went in the bedroom with her and, and she was like, she had her hand over her mouth and she was crying. She was pointing at the TV and it was the, the same spot where wow. you know, she felt death. And she went to church and prayed, you know, holy water and prayed to the Virgin Mary to take this away from her because... right. She didn't want nothing to do. It's just too much for yeah. her to handle, you know? Yeah, man. And, and I, she I said, guess. yeah, she said ever since then that, uh, you know, she hasn't had any of these experiences anymore, you know? Wow. Um, I got a lot of family in Mexico, too. You know, like, I have, I have a small family in the States here. There's probably, like, you know, probably, like, five, six of us, you know, like, immediate family, but you know, my dad's side, I have lots of aunts and uncles and cousins, and, you know, um, they grew up in a house that was, 
I want to say late 1700s or early 1800s. I mean, the front doors on the side, they're beautiful houses. You know, they're made of like, they're made of clay or like, you know, they're not made of brick. But right. um, the doorways, even the doors are like, God, man, maybe 20 feet tall for the horses and carriages to get through. And, you know, wow. just really old stuff. Yeah, interesting stuff, man. But um, from what I understand, maybe the 1800s or, or around that time, you know, there was an invasion and they were, the soldiers were like invading homes and taking people's, you know, money and jewelry and stuff like that. So a lot of these families, these rich families hid their gold in, um, in pots, in clay pots, and then they put them in the walls. You know, the soldiers wouldn't find them and people ended up getting killed or executed or arrested and they never got their gold. My aunt, who's my, uh, you know, my dad's sister, she reported seeing this, this woman dressed in period clothing that would be pointing at the wall when she went to the bathroom at night. You know, she told my grandma about it and stuff and they had a seance and it was like friends of the family. And I, I think I actually met this couple, they were a couple. But, um, you know, they came in for the seance and they were introduced to everybody. And apparently they were like, who's the woman in the back room? Like, are you going to introduce us to her? And everyone's like, mm. you, you met everybody. There is no woman back there. You're like, yeah, <laughs> that's how it started. <laughs> and, or you um, don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My aunt, I remember my aunt, you know, her sister, my, my aunt, you know, they're both sisters. She was pregnant, I believe, with one of my cousins. And she was in the rocking chair. And that rocking chair started going nuts and just rocking pop, pop, back and forth, you know. And then um, my grandma had a scar from that seance on her hand from when I, apparently the ghost wasn't happy, you know, and, wow. and scratched her. And a scratch appeared on her hand in front of everybody. You know, these are like the stories I, I, I grew up being told and, you know, the little hush-hush stories between the cousins and aunts, and, you know. Yep. So... Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, I guess I grew up a believer. That's it. Yeah. You know, and I think that helps when, because, you know, I always believed as children, you know, we very sensitive to, you know, we were not yet, you know, we're, 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 we're innocent, you know? Right. And I think that's why ghosts appear a lot to children and, and animals, you know? Yep. I do too. We haven't, we haven't came up with our own, you know, own way of looking at the world yet or you know what we believe or what we don't believe it's just there you know exactly yeah and i have another theory about that too um with kids and animals in particular i feel like um we are literally fed things that close us off from that other side you know they say that you're a i'm no doctor or scientist or anything like that but they they always say your pineal gland is your third eye right Oh, yeah. And, where you're going. and thing, things you eat can literally like calcify that pineal gland and shut you off. Yeah. And, you know, I think as a child, that hasn't happened to you yet. And with animals, they don't necessarily put those chemicals or whatever into their, their foods. But as we get older, you know, they say we lose our imagination, but I don't think that's it, man. I think that our window is being closed. <laughs> you know I, what agree. I, mean? I agree 100 percent. i think fluoride is one of the things that uh yeah supposed to shut that down you know and then and, and how convenient 
we have to you know, use fluoride every you know two three times a day you know right brushing your teeth and when brushing your you're teeth. in grade school they used to make us do those fluoride treatments you know they give you that mm -hmm. cup of fluoride and you got to swish it around in your mouth and all that stuff and i think that's just i think it's premeditated man i really do i think that uh if we knew what we were capable of then there would be no need for government <laughs> you know what i mean oh for sure for sure i i, I i'm a i truly believe in that man i believe that there there's a reason they're doing that absolutely man because you know we would just be these beings of light you know like right you know you could even you know some some people believe that even like certain drugs open up that you know maybe i don't know if they have an effect on your pineal gland but like you know, some people have experiences while they're under the influence of something, but yeah. who knows, man, maybe, maybe certain drugs are like taking that film off of the way we see things. And, and then you see them for what they really are. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've heard of the toad, right? The toad venom. And yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like that yep. kind of stuff, I know man. Exactly yeah. Like, you know, like in the frog or whatever. And, uh, yeah. and those, uh, well, I don't know how to pronounce it, psilocybin or psilocybin or whatever, yeah. the mushrooms, um, mushrooms and DMT. Uh, I actually had, DMT. I've spoken with somebody by the time this episode airs, it will have already aired, but I, I speak with somebody who, okay. who used um, psychedelics and when he used them, it helped him to cope with a, a loved one that had passed away. Cause he got to see that, you know, he said he talked to these, like these entities and they explained to him about love and everything else and what life is about. And it, it really just gave him that resolve. So that's amazing to me, man. That's yeah, amazing. It's a you cool know, story, Mike man. Tyson's a big advocate for that stuff, man. Mike Tyson's well, got a podcast and he written, you know, he, he claims that it's changed his life. Like, well, he's a changed he's just, man. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that was what it was. I thought, you know, he just, you know, meditated or whatever. No, don't no, do like because me and Rick, you know, uh, we, we love his podcast and watch it. And I think most people, if not all, most of his guests, you know, he takes a minute to tell them about it. He wants everybody to know wow. how like crucial this was into him transforming yeah. into this other person. And like he, he calls it the ego killer. So wherever, you, and this is what's interesting, man, is like, you know, if, 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 if 10 people took hits of acid maybe or mushrooms or something, they'd all have 10 different experiences to tell you, you know? But mm -hmm. with those things, man, with, with the frog and, you know, the, the, the DMT, people have like similar experiences. Yes, they meet they these do. beings, they meet, you know, they're propelled, you know, it's, just, it's like being on a jet, like you're just shot out into outer space, you know? Yep. That opens up the conversation, man, of, of, you know, here we are looking for technology to get us to, you know, another dimension or, or, or galaxy or something. And that might not be the way the creator made it, man. Right. You yeah, know? for he, sure. He could have put it in this, in this frog's ass or whatever. And, you know, that's the <laughs> ticket to outer space. You know what I mean? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? Right. It sounds silly, but. Yeah, yeah it don't. Uh, I don't think I'd have the courage to try it. Um, maybe when I'm a little bit older, when I don't have to worry about working anymore and, you know, the kids and stuff like that. If I can just say, well, you know, if I don't come back, 
oh well <laughs> you know then yeah, then i might do that but that's where i'm at too man you know when, when you know once we have kids man it's like our first thought you know you yeah. want to go somewhere you can't come back from and then you know right so but yeah man and, like um that's a good point you know like we put stuff in our food and our toothpaste you know yeah you know, in the water in the in the literal the water. water you know yeah All right, guys, I got a few things I want to talk about real quick. First, Squatch Survival Gear. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love these bags, these uh, rucksacks, but they have other things. They have plate carriers for body armor. They got everything you want. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Um, whether you're going for a day hike, if you're boonie stomping through the jungles of Guam, if you're just needed a little go bag to put in your trunk in case, you know, it hits the fan while you're at work and you want something reliable and you want, you know, you want to be prepared. That's what it's all about. Um, they make gear to keep you ready for the worst day of your life. Okay. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Go check them out. Fantastic bags. Fantastic people. Veteran owned. Every component's made in America. Check out Squatch Survival Gear. Also, I want to talk to you about Hemp Bombs, H-E-M-P-B-O-M-B-S, HempBombs.com, okay? Um, If you like CBD products, if you have a hard time sleeping at night, if you have arthritis, if if you're just melancholy, you know, anxiety, depression, the winter blues, uh, looking at what America looks like now, uh, anything... (laughs) Hempbombs.com is the way to go. I, I've taken the CBD gummies for years, and they help me with my everyday aches and pains. They help me get better sleep. They help me with my clarity. Um, I swear by it. I've recommended it to a million people. So, Hempbombs.com. Use uh, promo code BUMP20. Save 20%. And on Squatch Survival Gear, let me backtrack. Squatch Survival Gear, use code BUMP10. Save 10% site-wide, okay? So, Squatch Survival Gear, bump 10, 10%. Hempbombs.com, bump 20, save 20%. Now, what I was wanting to talk to you about, um, the latest development for me and for this show, I created a Patreon account. Um, I've been on the fence about it, but I got a lot of extra content. I got a lot more stuff that I wanted to do. And I'm just putting so many hours into this show. Uh, you know, I, I'm putting in part-time job hours. And, you know, there's no shame in asking for a little, you know, asking for some money. You know, uh, it, let's just be real, people. It takes, it takes money to pay the bills. You know, I'm giving a lot of time. And it's what we're worth, right? You guys are getting entertained. I don't go to a movie and complain about buying a ticket. So it's, it's bonus content. The podcast is going to stay free. Um, Patreon.com. I got five levels to sign up with. Starting at just $2 a month. Uh, I literally had to pay more for a candy bar the other day. So two bucks a month. That's negligible. Okay, negligible. So $2 a month. Um, there's five levels. And 
as you go up in the levels, more stuff comes in. You know, you, you get to see bonus content, extra videos. Um, there's going to be merchandise. I got stickers. You like stickers. I got mugs. I got T-shirts. And these are things that you can't get. Even if you go to Teespring and Redbubble, these are different. You know, I got, I got different stuff. So go check it out. Join my Patreon. Subscribe. Help me out. Um, everything helps make the show grow. You know, I'm just trying to, trying to be able to do more. And right now I've, I've got more money in this show than I've made on this show probably. All right. And speaking of videos, you can check out and subscribe to my YouTube channel, the bump podcast. I'm on all social media across the board. Um, even with me, we, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm on Instagram all the time. Uh, Facebook, check it out. And if you need help finding direction to go to any of these things, I got links to most of all of it on uh, thebumppodcast.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, there was another story I wanted to make sure we hit on, man, that uh, I thought was really interesting. And if it's not, if it's not too much for you to share it with me again, you told me about uh, seeing, like, I think she was like a shaman or uh, yeah. what would you call her, like yeah. a witch doctor or something. Yeah, was, I, you know what? She, she was like a witch doctor. She, um, her name is Lucy. And she's, uh, God, she's probably in her. 80s or 90s she's a cuban woman she uh she kind of looks like a like a you know almost like a stereotypical i guess witch. like she's missing a pinky finger she's really little and you know a wrinkled little woman and yeah she gave me a, a okay she gave me a reading and i you know i had my mom with me to just to translate like I, she's just she's she's cuban she speaks really fast spanish you know and um I just know around the time that I went to her, a lot of weird things were happening. If I remember correctly, and that's why I went, because you know, I, I was told you you, you might want to get a cleansing because you got you might have something bad on you. Just all kinds of stuff was happening, man. But like, you know, 
I, I, I was in a van on the freeway and I got shot at. And it was just mm-hmm. like random. It's not like I, you know, not like old people money or, or nothing crazy, right. like, you know what I mean? But I just, I'll never yes. forget, like the car pulled up to my, to my left and it was, it was like a bird shot or shotgun or something, but you know, blew my windows out. I got glass in my eyes. It was crazy. And I, and I had wow. my son in the backseat. So it was terrifying, you know, he was just a little yeah. guy back then. Um, and this was like 2004. This was like that long ago. And then I remember shortly after that, probably within a matter of weeks, we went to New York, me, my mom, my son, and his mother at the time. Um, drove to New York. You know, I had a little vacation, drove back. And I remember when we were in Toledo, we were at a red light and this cinder block came flying through the front window and like landed on the council, you know? And I swear to God, man, I'll never forget this feeling, Bo. Like when, when I, when that happened, I felt like something's trying to kill me, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but I've not someone, I felt like, like something up there is trying to kill. I just, it was, it was, it was horrible. It was the craziest feeling, man. I was like, I remember looking at my mom and I was just like, something's trying to kill me. And it's almost yeah. like no one was, was disagreeing. They all knew what I meant. Yeah. It was crazy, right. man. Yeah. So that's when she, you know, when I went and saw this woman and I remember the woman was like, you know, she did all this crazy stuff, man. She took a, she took a quarter and wrapped it in like a steak, you know, a piece of meat told me I needed to take it to uh, a railroad track and have them, you know, for the train to run it over. And, and then she, she, she was like, she was spraying some, I think it was rose water or something on me while she was like saying these, like, almost like chants, you know? And I'll never right. forget, man, she, she grabbed my head afterwards. She didn't shake it. She just grabbed it, you know, with her hands and let go. And I had the worst headache, man. My shit was like, boom, 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 like a hangover or something, right? Man. I don't know. I don't know how that happens from someone just like touching your head, right? And she goes, right. your head hurts, right? And I go, yeah, because that's that negative energy leaving me. And um, wow. she gave me these little balls. They were like made out of beads or something. She wanted me to put them in my pocket and carry them everywhere you go with you know she's telling me to take them everywhere i'm like well what are they you know she's like they're just you know they're they're beads but they represent something you know i don't i don't know what it was um but then she was telling my mom well she's telling me but you know my mom was like translating she's like stay in the house stay in the house don't leave the house don't go to the clubs i went to the clubs a lot you know back then and yeah you know who knows how she knew I went to the clubs, but that's that was you know her message to me. And then she was like, because pa pa pa, she put her finger up like a gun, pa pa. And then she told my my mom that uh, you know they're they're gonna try to assassinate your son. It's like who man. you know? Yeah, it was deep, man. So that night was a Thursday, and every Thursday night we went to my friend's uncle's club. His uncle owned the club. And I stayed home and I was living with my friends at that time. So everybody was gone. I remember I was by myself at the house. I, I even had the TV off for some reason. I think I was so rattled, you know, I just, right. whatever, just sat there by myself. And um, 
they came home that night and they're like, somebody got killed in front of the club tonight. And I'm like, damn, you know? So he was sitting in the car and that's what this woman said. That woman said, they're going to come out of the bushes and they're going to shoot. You're going to mm. be in a car. And they did. Whoever it was came out of these bushes and shot these shot friends of friends. You know, they, they're, they're all in my friend's car that I would have been sitting in. There's, there, you know, there's a good chance I would have been sitting in that car doing God knows what, you know, but. All right. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. man. Yeah, she's still around too, this Lucy woman. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? She'd be good to have on your, on your, on your podcast, man. Yes, she would. If I spoke Spanish, yeah, I, would, I would say get a translator, man. And she, man. Yeah, yeah. I got some yeah. cousins that can that can help me out, probably. There you go, man. That wow. So has stuff. Yeah. The thing slowed down after that. Like, did you carry those little beads around with you forever? Listen to this, man. This is crazy. So I kept these beads. In, in a Ziploc. She gave them to me in a Ziploc bag, so I kept them in there. They were about the size of a hacky sack, each one of them. So it was like, do you, you know those little beads that like, you know, little girls make bracelets out of? Those little tiny little plastic beads? Yeah. They were yeah. like made out of those, man. But I don't know what the core of it was. You know what I mean? Right. But these things started oozing black fluids and it smelled like fish. -uh. Yeah, dude. And when I got these things, there was nothing, you know, I squeezed them. They're just like beads, man. And I told Lucy, I don't know if I went and saw her again or I called her and I told her, she said, that's all the negative energy. It was trapping. Manifesting. Yeah, it's manifesting it all. Isn't that crazy, man? I was just like, this is. I I love that stuff, though. I believe it 100%, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for a minute, though, I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to, you know, give, give her a bad name or nothing, but at, at that time, for a minute, I was like, shit, man, is this like, a, was, was it a witch doctor or was it like white, ma- you know, white magic or black? I, I, I was just hoping I didn't get myself, you know, right. into, into something else. I know my mom, you know, my mom used to work for a TV station out here in Detroit, you know, NBC, WDIV, this was in the, in the early 80s, and um she said they had a, a Haitian witch doctor on one time. It was a talk show. Mm-hmm. And she was like the floor director. So I think, you know, part of her job was like making sure the, you know, the talent for the day goes to the green room. They know, you know, where to, you know, where to get, you know, their dressing room, all that stuff. And this lady took a liking to my mom and gave her some root. It was like some special root. And she said, keep this in your purse or keep it with you. And um, this will bring you good luck for the rest of your life, you know. My mom was like, oh, thank you. That night, I flew off the front porch and cracked my head open. I was um, maybe five years old or something. Yeah. And the next day, my brother smacked his head into a table on the corner and busted his eye open. I had to get stitches. Mm. So two incidents in two days right after that root was given to her, she went to... She, I don't know where the fire was at, but she threw it in a fire, man. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, no doubt. It's like a hex, man. It was a hex. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And, and this woman, you know, gave it to her under the, you know, premise of it's good luck and this and that. It was a hex, man. 
Wow. I think it was Grigri root. I think that's what it was. Grigri root. That sounds like I don't know too much root. about that stuff. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I don't mess with that now. I mean, I no, me I, neither, bro. I, I believe you know whatever you have your intention set into, it it helps make it real. You know, if if they practice voodoo, you know, if there's a, a practitioner of voodoo and they believe in it, you don't have to believe in it as long as they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's powerful, man. It is. It's powerful stuff. And I, it's, it's powerful I stuff. It's here. Yeah, it's old world stuff, man. It's it's stuff that, you know, before we had all this technology and stuff, you know, they were, they were using roots and they were using, you know, natural medicines. And maybe they knew, you know, maybe they knew more about the pineal gland than, than we do. Maybe they knew how to, you know, manipulate things. Who, who knows? You know? Well, I, I, I really believe that. I believe that, you know, uh, I'm a Christian. Um, and I, I believe that, you know, these things that, uh, you know, they say, you know, in the Old Testament, they would do a sacrifice or whatever. You know, I'm not so sure that it, it wouldn't still work today if people were just, you know, bold enough or, uh, you know, if they, if they had the same amount of faith as they did back then. These, I think these same rituals, both good and bad, would still be effective. Uh, yeah. I don't think that went away. I don't think it's necessarily magic. I think it's all spirituality. You know, it it's all comes from good or, or from evil. But I, yeah, I think I it all, I think we live in a pretty supernatural world, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. There's, there's, there's so much more going on than, you know, I think it's just safe. People feel safe to believe that things are just black and white. Right. And there's really this gray area, you know, that, you know, I, I understand it's scary. You know, some people don't want to talk about it. Some people don't want to believe it easier for people to tell their kids oh there's no such thing you know well i did hear a, a sound last night dad or i did see this child stand well just ignore it you know right. it's easier you know, to sit yep. there and explain it in a while man i'm, you know, I'm glad you said that ghost. since last time we talked <laughs> it was like uh it was either that night or it or the next the next evening my daughter who's 16 years old swears that she saw like something walk through my living room and she said it was it was white it looked like almost she said almost like just the lower half of a man walking she's like she could see the hand swing by the leg but couldn't see above the waist and it walked over we still have our christmas tree up you know it, it takes us forever to take down christmas decorations she she said it walked over there like like I do when I come home, I walk over there and I take my shoes off. She said it was, it did the exact same thing. Like I always do, but I was wow. outside. <laughs> right. You know, so that, that's, that's creepy, that, man. Well, that night, that- my nephew, uh, my nephew lives with us and he was in bed and he said he was almost asleep when he felt, he said he, he didn't feel something pushed down on his chest but he felt a, a pressure come off of his chest. Like it just relieved. And then he heard his door like shake and he thought, you know, he opened his eyes to see if I was in there messing with him or whatever, or I was, you know, at least taking the laundry to him or something. But, uh, yeah, man, it was all within like 24 hours of the last time we talked. So I, I have burnt 
Palo Santo. I burnt frankincense and myrrh. I've I burnt white sage. <laughs> I've been prayed up. You know, I I think that uh, sometimes talking about this stuff that I don't want to go too far, but I I feel like sometimes things try to try to mess with this side of the phone line. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I, I, I totally believe it, man. I mean, it's, you know, like we said before, who knows, you know, who right. knows if they know they're dead, who knows if, you know, I mean, it's, it, it, it almost seems like real, like a real simple theory with ghosts, man. Like they might not know they're dead, right. you know, and they're being ignored. Yep. You know, I mean, just imagine everywhere you go, no one wants to talk to you. They're just ignoring you. We all know how bad of a feeling it is to be ignored. Right. Ask somebody a question, they act like you're not. Imagine like that's your existence. You know what I mean? So yeah. Now I'm gonna start banging on stuff. Now I'm gonna, yeah. you know. And then there's probably just also those, you know, those devious spirits that, you know, who knows, mm-hmm. man? That's the stuff that that that, that just, I, I want to stay away from, man. Just the yeah, demons and all that, that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that D word, right? <laughs> right, the D word, right? <laughs> Yeah, so because you know, the experience I had with the docs, it almost felt more like Batman. You know, it felt more, you know, like from a bad place. It didn't, it didn't feel like someone just reaching out for some, you know, attention or something. I don't know. Just, just right. the way she woke up and and said something was grabbing her neck. Like, well, you know, not to prob, but had you guys been, you know, was there any negative energy in the house that night? Like, had you been fighting or no? Uh, no, we've actually been we've been getting along the best we've probably ever gotten along. Yeah, the whole time we've we've been together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're not together, but it's just crazy how we get along now. That you know, right? So yeah, no man, I don't know. There's been things that have happened when we've been together, but nothing to that extent. Like I've had those nightmares where something's on my chest. Right. You know, it's it's like uh, man, almost could almost see like this black figure or something it's, it's re- re- really evil shit man i don't know where that comes from but one time when she was laying next to me i woke up gasping for air like <gasps> like it was sucking the air out of me or something and she woke up and looked at me and goes i don't like that i don't like that at all but she knew what i was going through that's what what blew me away is the way she was saying it i didn't have to say oh my god this happened and there was, you know, and then it did this to me. She just knew, but she felt it. She told me afterwards, Mm -hmm. she felt it. She felt what was going on. And it was just as simple as I I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I was like, (sighs) wow, man, I didn't even tell you what you're not supposed to like it. You already knew, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. It was weird, man. And I remember this other time we were, uh, laying in, we're laying in her room and it was really late at night. And we just heard these weird sounds coming from outside, man. But it sounded like almost like just like creatures like growling and like mm. almost they're it's it, it sounds really really nuts, dude. But it sounded like they're eating on eating something like <laughs> like yeah. smacking their gums and you know feasting yeah. on something, man. It was weird. Just like I remember, me and her were like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> and we get up and we're like looking out the window and we're like we just knew it just sounded just totally demonic dude like yeah 
And do you live so, near the woods or anything? No. Well, at the time, I guess as, as woodsy as it's going to get for around here, like you, you'll right. see deer sometime, you know, but. Well, deer don't yeah. slobber over something, <laughs> you know? No. And I don't know if coyotes make those kind of, I don't know, man. It was just, yeah. you know how certain things, man, just, just don't sound right to you. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, you yeah, just you'll already get that know. Feeling. Yeah. yeah. You already know. Man. Yeah. Whew. Well, I'm glad we got to do this again. Uh, I am sure it's record. It's still showing that it's recording on my screen here. I'm sorry yeah. that I, I look down this way all the time. That's where my, my laptop's oh, okay. this way and my camera's over here. So I'm trying to bounce back and forth. I, I look like an idiot. I'm sure I, I got to figure out how to put different cameras up and you know, oh, make, sorry, this is a big room. I just stuck myself all in one corner, but I see that. That's as nice the show grows, you, I appreciate it, man. As the show grows, yeah. I'll get some some more more stuff. We'll try to do this right, man. I'm no Tony Merkel or Wes Garmer, but you know, I'm I'm trying over here. Do you watch those? Do you listen to those shows? Yeah, actually, Rick is the one that put me onto them and your show. So he, yeah. he sent them all to me at once, you know. Nice. And, that, and it was new to me, you know. Like I, I like podcasts, man. But you know, usually stuff I watch is, you know. I, I didn't know that there was podcasts related to, you know, the paranormal. So yeah, weird yeah, stuff. it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. What you're doing is cool, man. It's cool stuff. I appreciate I it, brother. It. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to go over before we try to wrap this one up? Well, just, uh, I don't know, man. I, I you know, so, sometimes, you know, as of lately, I'm thinking just the way the world's headed, you know, yeah. um, you know, I think I think we're going to start seeing a lot more, you know, maybe, maybe believers, people believe believing that didn't believe before, man. I mean, you know, we're just heading into uncharted waters right now. So, yep. you know what I mean? I think, yeah. uh, you know, kind of getting off the subject a little, but 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 kind of like the subject. I think I think alien disclosure is on its way, man. I think, uh, yes. you know, that, that that's that's just been a heavy subject between me and a few people lately, and you know. I yep. think it's, I think, you know, I think we weren't ready before, mm -hmm. you know, as, 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 you know, as a species. And I think we weren't evolved spiritually enough to communicate. And I think the time has come, man. Yeah. So. On that note, did you hear about that Israeli uh, space or that space program director was saying? Yeah, I saw that, man. Yeah. I saw it. There's a few documentaries you need to watch if you haven't already, man. But th these are these are like, yeah, there's there's some really interesting information, man. You know that that you know it's pretty much disclosure is not going to come from from the government, man. It's going to come between, you know, civilians and and, and them, man. Like, yep. it's, it's 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 you know what I mean. Yep, I agree. It's tangible. Like you you can feel it yes. that something is different now and just in the last year yeah you can feel it right and everybody feels it it's, it's not like just me being paranoid or my anxiety or whatever everybody can feel it like something's something's different than it used to be and listen man like it, okay so on, on that subject real quick you know i i used to have panic attacks years ago and yeah. they stopped you know it, it wasn't really nothing too too big too big of a deal but 
they came roaring back within the past year. And I know so many people, man, that have never had them before and don't know how to deal with them. Yep. And I think we forget that we're also animals, man. And when a dog senses something and its hair standing up on its back and something bad's going to happen, or that's what's happening to us as a species yeah. right now, man. We're you know, all that's, sensing that's that. That's a good way you know of putting I mean? it because yeah, yeah it's been that, buried. It's been buried, and it's and it's you know that's what's happening right now, man. That's what's on the horizon. You know? Yeah, the primal feeling. Yeah, and 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 I yeah. think a lot of this might have to do with you know full disclosure coming, man. Yep, I do too. Have you yeah, heard? Are, are, I am too. <laughs> have you heard of? Uh, are Are you a conspiracy theorist at all? Do you get into? Yeah, conspiracy? you know what, man. Yeah, I, 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 I think they're interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get I think into. They're real them. interesting. You know, what uh, I mean? uh, behold a pale horse. I'm sure you've. Uh... Yeah, I, I got that. I got that book. It's actually over here on that bookshelf. But, yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you dabble, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, man. We, we, me and Rick, we, we read this book like 20 some years ago. Um, and passing, you know, everybody in my circle is passing it around. And, right. You know, a lot of it's come to fruition, man. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. This, this is, that's, that's my wheelhouse outside of this show. Um, and I, it's because of the confessionals that I don't talk about it really. Um, okay. he, he brought in both sides, you know, he has the paranormal, uh, podcast and he's, he was doing conspiracies and he was open from the get go that he always liked conspiracies. But when yeah. he, when he started making it more like a one, uh, you know, one week, this one, one week, that one kind of, kind of show, uh, I was watching on the forums and on social media and stuff. He started getting all kinds of backlash. So he kind of, it seems like he kind of backed off of one, you know, and he just sticks okay. with the paranormal. Right. But just about the only podcasts I listen to, I mean, outside of one or two are all conspiracy podcasts, you know, <laughs> like I, okay. I, I'm eat up with this kind of stuff. And there's this, uh, a supposed, false flag that they talk about coming that is uh the ufos it's uh project blue beam have you heard of that yeah i think i know what you're talking about man are you talking about where they're gonna false flag everybody as to that's like the next threat it's gonna be yep. from outer space and that's really gonna be the furthest from the truth yep like they're talking about it's gonna be our next threat or yeah. that uh you know, that, that would be to unite us, you know, kind of like we have to have a common enemy so we can be on the same side again. Right. Or that, uh, you know, they're going to be this presence, this ET presence that's going to come down and just blow the lid off of religion. You know, that it's going to be like a, a false prophet kind of thing. You know, it's going to claim to be something that it's not. And I don't know. It's just crazy. There's crazy stuff out there, man. But whatever yeah, that's, whatever is planned is coming you know there, there is something coming there's something coming we'll for sure it. man i and think a lot, we'll a lot of people think months. yeah a lot of people think what, what's going on man you know it's just the climate with with you know politics and stuff that a lot of this is smoke and mirrors man yes and, and i'll tell you what man if this is smoke and mirrors then that's telling you what's really going on that we don't know about 
Yeah. It's some scary shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. If this is if this is the distraction, what the hell is this is the distraction, (laughs) right? What's really going on, man? Right. You know what I mean? But I think just we're 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 just, you know, it's an information age, man. Like, you know, the fifties, thirties, you know, you, you could tell people what they need to believe. Right. You know, you, th- this is what you need to believe. This is on the paper and that's that. All right. So be it. You know, now people yeah. just, they're looking for the truth, man. They're searching, they're digging. You know, yep. you can't just tell somebody something. They're going to fact check it. You know, make that's sure right. that their sources are correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, I think, I think full alien disclosure, man, is, is coming very soon. And I don't think anybody, you know, you can't hide from it, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I have. Uh, can you see this book over here? It, it says it's called AD after disclosure. Oh, and, uh, okay. I read that book. It came out about eight, maybe 10 years ago. And it's, it was like a, uh, a what to do after the fact kind of book, you know? And uh, I think Richard Dolan is the author. And I've, I've been waiting for disclosure. Like, all my life, <laughs> you know, my dad, I, I don't know if you heard any of my older episodes, but my dad was on one and, uh, you know, in the seventies, he worked, he was in the air force, but he worked for the NSA. And, you know, so ever since I was a kid, he, he told me, you know, a couple of things, a couple of stories, and he shared them with us on the podcast and stuff. And it just, I never doubted it, you know? And I've had my own UFO experiences. I just want to know what's inside, who it is. I, I wouldn't yes, care if they that's in the, the front yard. I, I want to see them, you know. It might be the last thing I yeah. do, but I want to see them, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, the, 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 one of these documentaries, I don't know if you ever heard of Dr. Lear. Does that ring a bell to you? Uh, I know a Dr. St- uh, Stephen. Is it Stephen Greer? I think it's Stephen Greer Lear. Yeah, that's him, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he's the one that, uh, you know, he, he put together these two documentaries. One's Unacknowledged, and the other one is uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Have you seen those yet? I, I watched Unacknowledged, but I haven't seen Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, and I haven't watched oh. The Phenomenon yet. Because yeah, The Phenomenon must be another incredible. good one. Yeah, The, uh, the Phenomenon, I'm, I'm going to have to check that one out. But The Close Encounters is great, man. Is it? I mean, this guy, like, he gets it. He totally gets it, man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? But but he put it so simply, just like you just said. So the government at this point, man, they're acknowledging that th- these are UFOs. Right. And some CIA director, you know, he's an ex-CIA director, acknowledged that, look, these aren't our technology. They're not from this planet. So the yeah. way the doctor put it was like, the real question is, who's driving these things who's flying them what's inside we want to know we want to meet them and 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 his and his view on things is that if they wanted to blow us up i'm sure they could have did that a long time ago right the technology they have you know what i'm saying but obviously they're not here for that man they're they they're waiting for us to learn how to make contact with them right and I think that's what's going on right now, man. We've learned, yeah. like, it, this group that he put together, they have actual, actual technique, you know, that they they contact these these UFOs, dude. They show up. They show up when they're out there, man. 
Yeah, yeah, I've seen that on the unacknowledged. He would like they would just go out and almost channel them. You know, like they would yeah. get them to yeah. manifest, like just show up. Yeah, and that's pretty it's much wild. what the close encounters uh, of the fifth kinds about, man. And like it just dives more into that. It yeah. dives more into like the channeling and like, but but it's concrete evidence, dude. It's right in front of you. Here's yeah. the video camera evidence of these UFOs just appearing out of nowhere, man. I'm gonna watch it. And they, I'll probably watch it tonight. Yeah, and they're like <laughs> reacting to his his laser pointer that he has. He looks like he's got like a serious laser pointer, man. I don't know if you could just buy really? these, you know, at Walmart or something. But they're like reacting to his laser pointer, man. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah, you got to check it out, man. I won't ruin it for I you. I will. I will. I'll check that out. Sure. Yeah. Well, Carlos, man, please stay in touch with me. Uh, I will. I'll, I'll save your. I'll save your number to my phone. It, it, I just really enjoy talking to you, man. Yeah, you too, man. It's good to know there's, you know, there's, we're, you know, there's people like us out there, man. You know what I mean? That's right. That, that That's right. Could talk about the stuff all the time, and I got some UFO stories too, man. So if you ever want to, you know, yeah, let me know, man. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring you on. We'll do this again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm down, man. Awesome, awesome, well, brother. Stay safe, and uh, thank you again for for doing this another time. All right. All right. We'll see you. We'll talk to you soon, Bo. All right. That's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to the bump click the episode tab and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on. Share your story with us. Go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the holler at me button and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right. Again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.